1: Welcome back once again to Bread and Circus Podcast. I am Rooster here with Crow. Hey, Hello. How you doing, Crow? Good. Just want to point out that before we started this, Crow said he's got nothing, so I'm going to have to carry this whole damn show.
0: <laughs> I didn't quite put it that way. I said I got nothing planned. That's what so. I heard. So you know you get it going, and I'll go off on some tangents, and I'll make it spicy and fun.
1: Right. So in other words, I have to do the work. You're just going to come along for the ride.
0: You're yeah. like that guy
1: who when they're uh, when you're carrying a couch in to the house, and there's like four of you carrying. You're like the guy who looks like they're putting the middle in. guy. Yeah they're, yeah, just, yeah. they're not really lifting. You just stand there with your hands on it and go oh, like that. You know? <laughs> um. I posted on our Facebook page about the Simone Biles thing, and I really want to be
0: Olympian into that. gymnast uh according to her greatest of all time greatest the of goat. all
1: time they go yes it's she,
0: funny i never heard of her until like two weeks a week ago not even well two weeks.
1: you don't get out much well so. nobody
0: not that many people are all that into the olympics either anymore no but
1: she's a pretty big celebrity so i'm surprised you didn't know it hmm. so
0: well i'm not into uh watching like underage girls she's uh, not underage really she's 24 oh
1: even at the last Olympics, she was 19
0: Oh, didn't it used to be the gymnasts were like really young? A lot of them are, yeah. Because they can do all the flips and stuff because the smaller and lighter you are, you less, you know, less chance to get hurt.
1: Yeah, there was like one gal on the team. I can't. She's from uh, Utah. She's twenty-four years old, and uh, this is her last competition. She didn't do well, so she didn't get into okay, the yeah. individual stuff. But she's on Team USA, and. Uh, she's 24 years old and she's like yep that was my last gymnastics competition ever didn't
0: the mung girl from minnesota here wasn't she like 18 17 or 18
1: she's 18 yeah Yeah. and she won a bunch of golds and
0: because because biles bought out
1: uh i don't know because they have um they have the team competitions which biles backed out of initially yeah and then they have the individuals well
0: if she would have been there the odds are that biles well, no, because she fucked up the don't, team one. You think she would have fucked up her personal one, too? I don't
1: know which – well, it could have been that Biles is a floor exercise and this gal's ah, it yeah. bars or vault or – I don't know. Who knows?
0: It's all subjective.
1: I don't follow – yeah, it, I'm sorry. It's not a sport unless you can say you have more points or something like that. I said that to a friend of mine. He goes, what about boxing? They have judges in boxing. Like, I understand that, but that's only as a fallback position from two guys trying to beat the shit out of each other until one of them falls down. Yeah. You know? There's more of an aspect of competition there. So I don't like sports you can just sort of subjectively say, that person won.
0: No, well, sometimes in boxing, that's there is some subjectiveness to the, the judges, too. So you don't want it to go to the judges. You want it to go to you yeah. know, a, a TKO or a KO.
1: But you know why that is originally, though? Because they used to use the Marcus of Queensbury rules, which was basically you drew a line in the sand, and you stood on either side of it.
0: Just took turns popping each other.
1: And around was you hit me once yeah. and I hit you once.
0: Have you ever seen those uh slap fights? Yes. Holy shit, like these giant dudes with these big meat hands and just slapping the shit out of another guy. It's like if you if you got slapped by one of these dudes, it would be like like taking a baseball bat to the to the face.
1: You would permanently lose bladder control. You, you, is what you're saying. You,
0: you'd an eyeball would pop out is what I'm saying.
1: Well, that's uh I think the record Four boxing matches under Marcus of Queensberry rules, and this is like from the early 1800s or late 1900s, late yeah 1900s, no sorry late 1800s, uh, was like 109 rounds. So that means these guys have hit each other like over a hundred times. Yeah, and the the winner was declared when one of the guys had a burst eyeball.
0: Yeah, well. Yeah, I don't... Those are some tough sons of bitches. Yeah, and you get a little bit bored after a while. It's like the first uh, first few MMA fights were back in the 90s, uh, UFC fights, mm-hmm. were f- like the Gracies. I mean, they took a long time, and they were pretty dull, especially if you didn't know what was happening. It was just two guys hugging on the, on the floor for a long time. So they had to change that up because it just got... You know, you can have too much of that... Um, if one guy's good defense and one guy's good offense, you're kind of stalemated forever. So you have to you have to change it up. You have to stand them up or whatever. But uh, yeah, the slap fights go pretty fast. Usually a guy gets knocked out with those. Or the other slap fights that are fun are, are the chick slap fights, but they're not slapping faces, they're slapping asses. And what? Those, yeah, have you ever seen those? No. Yeah, I don't know if there's so much competition. You watching this on Pornhub? No, it's probably like TikTok or something. X where, videos. Where the it's usually Russian, but yeah, you know they get dressed up in whatever outfit and then take turns slapping each other's asses until one gives up i don't know if they call it a sport because it's in a foreign language so, you know you don't need to know what the commentators are saying when you're watching this though
1: uh I, yeah
0: i mean i'm sure they're judging jiggle
1: i think you went down a rabbit hole on the internet <laughs> at one point point. <laughs> and your uh, uh spanking videos Look, just it, got a little crazy here's the
0: thing i mean that's about <laughs> as wholesome as uh, internet porn gets is russian russian slap fights f- for chicks <laughs> so, give me credit. I didn't go. I didn't go. I didn't go down like a real dark hole with that. Well, no pun intended.
1: <laughs> you just digging a bigger one at this point.
0: Uh, maybe I shouldn't be prepared like <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. Um, so Simone Biles quit and look. Let's face it. That's what that was. It was quitting. Yeah. And I don't mean in the. I don't mean to add a negative connotation to it yet she she tapped out of it whatever i mean you can say it's not positive well but it's not it sometimes is it shameful
0: maybe sometimes
1: i didn't think it was shameful yet yeah i'll get to that there's there's nothing wrong with saying look i just can't do the thing you know i can't i tried i can't do it um and she's experiencing what's called the twisties Uh, Which is, it sounds like a form of vertigo. And if you're going to be flipping through the air, I can see how that would be bad. Let
0: me interject real quick here. Because I get that. And part of her, her message was right away where she said for her safety, she wasn't in the right headspace to do this. I get it. It can be dangerous. You know, it looks dangerous. Some of the shit they do. Like you could fucking break your neck doing this stuff. Yeah. But a lot of this stuff are excuses that have been happening f- days and days and days after the fact where they're saying, oh, she had this and she had that. And maybe it's because of the rape scandal. Everybody's making excuses. It's all comes- wait, Rape scandal. Yeah, uh, I've been heard I've been hearing because of the um, not rape scandal, the molestation scandal about um, gymnastics, that there's a lot of oh, that going okay. on. Uh, so people are using that excuse saying that's why she's not in the right headspace. And it's like you're just you're just making excuses at this point. So the twisties or whatever that is, the the equilibrium problem that wasn't an initial thing that she brought up. She didn't even say that. So Maybe. I think people are making excuses for her.
1: Maybe, but I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say she was having
0: that. I don't even think you have to. I think you can say when her when she just said that I I was worried for my safety cuz I was in the right headspace. That's good enough. Because it, it because you could I could see how if you aren't completely focused on what you're doing when you're doing the kind of crazy shit they're doing you could really fuck yourself up and get hurt so see i get I'm, it but then don't don't act it like that's something to be proud of i'm not gonna we're we're getting ahead on a bunch
1: of different teams yeah, sorry here, but <laughs> so i sorry i don't give her a room on the headspace thing because as i said in the post if tom brady walks in the day of the super bowl in the locker room and goes guys just I'm not feeling it, feeling a little gun-shy. You know, I got I got smashed pretty good the other day in, yeah. the, in uh, you know, the finals to to get here, um, division championships. Ah, it's just – I don't know. So I'm going to sit this one out for the betterment of the team. And, you know, it was a hard decision for me to come to, and I feel pretty heroic doing it, well, which was a word she used, by the way. Yes,
0: and – What would happen to Tom Brady? And also, also she said uh, that she was – She felt like she had to do she was being forced to do this for others instead of for herself. Well, bitch, you're on a team. Yeah. And you're performing as a representative of America. Yeah. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said bitch, but (laughs) it was just colloquialism. Ooh, I could barely say that. And I'm not even drinking. Not many people can say colloquialism. There we go. See, I'm sober, I had a hard time. (laughs) (laughs) I broke Um, broke on it there a little bit. But uh yeah, the, it was all about what she said and how she said it, and then what people are doing to prop it up. Because if Tom Tom Brady would have gotten a huge hit in the game before, that you know that you know he felt like oh that that really I shouldn't have gotten that situation I screwed that up and now now he's gun shy and he tells the guys dude I'm in the, in a bad space I don't think I'm gonna like be able to win this game for you we should let the other guy come in or whatever you go well that sucks that's not cool and then you'd be like but guess what I can kind of understand it. You know, I don't think people would be that forgiving. No, but I can. I think I can. Right. And but even I, with her, I'd be like, yeah, I can kind of understand that. But then after – General the, populace would be like, you pussy. Yeah, for men especially because we're not supposed to do that. And you, and you shouldn't emulate that. And you, you should suck it up. And if you go out there and you're, and you're terrible, you know, you know, suck it up. And maybe the coach will go, okay, now it's time to take you out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? But –
1: I mean, LeBron James before the NBA, NBA finals, if he'd have done that, if he'd have just been like – no, you mean human
0: piece of garbage, LeBron yeah.
1: James? His his team didn't make it to the finals, but uh, but I mean, pick any pick any male in a sport when it came to that stage, if they just went,
0: uh,
1: yeah, not not feeling in the right headspace, yeah. that that would be it. That would probably be about the end of their career. Yeah, certainly couldn't go out in public in the town they were from. Oh yeah, no way couldn't happen. So. If she had said, like you said, I'm just not in the right headspace here. I'm experiencing some issues, and I just – I can't do it. I'm not injured, but I, I'm i not right, and I can't do it. I would have been okay with that. And not like she has to care what I think, but it's my fucking podcast, so I'm going to say what I want. Um, She's – she – I think she – uh, by getting out there and saying – you know, I'm a hero. She's making this a big thing about her. I get it. She's a star gymnast at the Olympics and everything, but she's trying to justify something and make herself look like the champion in the whole thing. I have no doubt she's going to be out two years from now on the lecture circuit talking about mental health issues. Yeah, she'll, she'll
0: do a TED Talk.
1: <laughs> yeah, and how she came through all of the hate yeah. that she got from this. And you know what? I bet some of it was because she's a, a black woman in a traditionally white sport. I bet, I bet
0: that's all. Oh, it. yeah. The, she the, hasn't the, gone there the, yet. The, I'm sure they'll be, end up being part of the angle. But you don't have to be Nostradamus to know that's where she's headed. But but that's or, why it's important to talk about because this is going to be something society deals with. Right. It's always dealing with now and will deal with. And it's just kind of a, a picture of what's happening in society.
1: Or if someone, had, yeah, if someone had said, oh, she's so heroic, and she just went, whoa, 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 wait a second. No, no, no. I'm not. I wasn't. I let my team down. You know, because the team got silver.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. She stood there on the podium with them.
1: Yeah, holding their fucking medal up. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, look at me, smile for the camera. You didn't earn that medal. Nope. And she's like, well, but we're on a team. And her team, they were queens. Mm-hmm. That's what
0: she said. Yeah, but what about when you said that you you didn't want to perform for anybody but yourself this time? So well, that's, what, so not how, she, that's not what that's not what you meant. There's no there's no I in yourself. <laughs> Is that how that saying goes? <laughs> no, that's not that's not quite it. So. <laughs> there isn't though.
1: <laughs> but I just I I mean, if you have to step back, yes, that sucks. Then just step back. Don't sit here and say, I am a hero. Don't let everybody talk about what a hero you are. Don't talk about what an inspiration you are for quitting. And yep. don't
0: say you didn't quit because you quit. Listen to an actual hero. And when somebody calls them a hero, what an actual hero says when that happens. Wasn't me. Said, so I'm not a hero. I just I just, I just, just felt like I had to stand up at the moment and do do that. And, you know, I'm not a hero. Most, most heroes say that. They won't say, oh, yeah, you're damn right I'm a hero. Well,
1: and the other thing
0: is, and this is the argument I hate people will
1: say well you couldn't do it well, what do you mean you couldn't do what she does you're right i am physically not capable there's no point in my life i could have ever done that you know a huge percentage of the world could never do what she does but if but if you're talking about gymnastics that's not what i'm talking about we're right. talking about integrity <laughs> some fortitude and on that we'll never know mm-hmm. But I will I will say to those people, there are millions of people who've had to go through far worse. And the only difference you're saying is that she is an elite athlete and she can do it? What about all the people who go to war yeah. and see their buddies blown up and everything and they just got through it? You know, who lived with that stuff the rest of their lives.
0: But this is you all know? part of the Marxist kind of deconstructing of the American ideal.
1: But I, I don't even want to... Uh, I don't want to say she
0: isn't she isn't like specifically being part but this is like what happens when when that attitude when that American ideal changes to the point where fortitude is not important um where stoicism is not important where I get that all that stuff is kind of out the window and narcissism is is propped up
1: I'm just saying I want to get away from the everything is Marxist thing because I honestly feel like there's a whole half of the population you're trying to have a discussion with that hears that and goes, hey, Here we go with the Marxism thing in. I don't think you even need to bring that word. It is word the biggest
0: thing that's happening with this country right now.
1: Yeah, but I don't on think on every level. I know, but I think using that word makes half the country just shut their brain <laughs> off. Well,
0: and that I get I have a problem with that because we're gonna have a little bit of issue here. So <laughs> this should be fun. It's the same thing as you when you bring up uh, different um situations in politics or in in society and you go well the nazis did that well you just lost the fucking argument because you brought up the nazis and nobody wants to hear you talk about the nazis anymore but it's if it's an apt description or if if it's relevant i'm getting you're damn right i'm gonna do it
1: right but i think it's very it it's so very often not relevant like in gina carano's thing where she got where she got booted off of twitter for it or whatever and fired from disney it was relevant she was making an exact comparison
0: well, I just think like that word gets used. But too they're much. saying that since since she was talking about conservatives and not somebody with an innate like a like she, she was comparing Jewish people who can't change the fact that they're Jews with conservatives that are just you know based on their ideas. So that wasn't even close. And and yeah, they can say that, but fuck you to those people.
1: Right. But my point is, you can make the <laughs> argument like I was before you say Marxist. You
0: know, you can, but I, that's just. For me right now, that's like the biggest threat to America is the loss of American ideal.
1: Right. But you just said it without using the word Marxism.
0: Oh, okay. That's that's what I'm getting I at. I get what you're getting at. I don't agree.
1: That's fine. Yeah, that's you fine. don't have to. I mean, you can be wrong. <laughs> it's,
0: you're used to it. But
1: I just feel like it, we're championing like m- mediocrity. Yeah. You know, I mean. And, pe- and, and the elevation like, of self people who are like i don't you know i don't want to stay at this job because i'm just not feeling it you know well fuck you you got kids and a mortgage
0: and they're they're trying to justify that yeah and society is helping them justify that it's just like the the explosion in um in uh gender um confusion Mm -hmm. that explosion is because there's a lot of people that are wanting to feel special and different especially um young girls and they're getting, they're getting this validation from this outside source. That's like, that's making them feel like you are special. You are, you are different. If you, you know, if you, uh, tell us what your, what your failures are, we'll prop you up and tell you, you're great. Don't tell us that how awesome you are and how good you are at math and how good you are at sports and how, then we will, we will come down on you. You have to elevate all the negative aspects and then we'll come and we'll love bomb you and we'll make you feel good. It's just a weird thing happening right now.
1: Well, and it's, it's a weird thing, but I see (laughs) the world needs more Gordon Ramsey's and Simon Cowell's. And I know people don't like bad guys like that. They're bullies. You know what? The world needs more bullies. Yeah. And here's why there's not a good story that doesn't have a bad guy in it. There's a point in your life and I'm speaking from a guy's perspective When you need to be laying sort of face down in the playground with a little bit of dirt in your mouth and deciding, are you getting back up? Or are you just going to sit there and let the bully do what the bully does? And there's different
0: degrees of bullies. Sometimes you'll find out the bully was right. You know, there's the the bully that you need to fight back and and finally decide if you're going to put that bully in his place. And then there's the bully that bullied you because you're a fucking freak show. And you're like, God damn, I was a freak show. (laughs) Well. He was right. Yeah. He pointed it out, and I—he shouldn't. people shouldn't let me go away with being a freak show. I'm not
1: talking about, like, people who are routinely abused. You know, I'm not talking about a kid who goes to school and a kid three grades above and beats him up on the bus every day. That's not what I'm talking about, you know?
0: Well, unless the kid's acting like a freak show. <laughs> well, then, yeah, you got to hit him. No. Um, disavow. A narcissistic twat.
1: <laughs> well, and sometimes a kid who's getting bullied is like that. Yeah. i I went to cool school uh, middle school with a kid who had purple hair he and a mohawk it's like he didn't do that because he wanted to blend in. he did that because he wanted attention mm-hmm. and the attention he got was not always the attention he wanted
0: yeah not all uh what is it in the in the media business even bad yeah bad attentions good attention bad press yeah. is good press
1: so but my point is the world needs bullies you need something to fight against. And so I tell my kids all the time they're special. But I make a point to tell them they're special to me. (laughs) You know, the rest of the world needs you to prove it to them. So if you show up for your job day one and you're just like, my parents told me I'm special. You need a boss that goes, I don't care. I don't care who you think you're special to. Here, you have to be special to me. Show me.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and we're. We're losing that in so many, not just kids, but people, because they feel like, you know, you can't say anything bad to anybody because you just might hurt their feelings. And uh, words are literally violence, you know.
0: Yeah. And every every failing in your, in your personality or every failing in, in your um, whatever aspect of your personality, instead of going, that's a failure, I need to work on it. That that's no longer the case if that's a failure you you isolate that failure and then you make people celebrate that yeah because that'll make you feel better and validate you it's all about validation mm-hmm. and I hate even using those terms because they're lefty terms but <laughs> it works <laughs> shorthand I guess
1: yeah so I don't know this is getting back to Simone Biles she is the top athlete in her sport probably in the history of her sport. She has more gold medals there than anybody else. And she's done a great job. And she backed off on the biggest stage. And she expects to not catch any hate for it. You're going to get some. Especially when you put goat on the back of your leotard. If you name yourself the greatest of all time. And you never push back. And you're never humble about it. Look what happens to you.
0: You, know? you better be able to back it up. Yeah, like Muhammad Ali.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can you can dislike Muhammad Ali, but they shot Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali out of boxing for a couple of years because he took a stand against the Vietnam War that was unpopular. You know, whether or not you agree with him, that guy sacrificed something for it. Mm-hmm. You know, and he would say, "I'm the greatest." And they got in the ring and he whooped people's asses. <laughs> you know, and he got
0: he got his whoop to a few times,
1: yeah. but. You know?
0: There's been people that tried that lately, like Connor McGregor. It fell a little flat. Yeah. yeah. I told, I don't know if I told you this, I was coaching coaching
1: a baseball oh, Con- team.
0: Connor McGregor's an MMA fighter, by the way, for people I don't know. Allowed. Yeah, obnoxious. Yeah. So- it was kind of funny and kind of fun when he was, when he could kind of back it up and then he... Lost a few pretty bad, and then, and then he runs his mouth off about fucking everybody getting COVID vaccines and shut the fuck up.
1: There's something about a tough Irish guy running his mouth that's pretty freaking cool,
0: though. Yeah, it's entertaining.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he was, I mean, he was at the top of the MMA for a long time. I mean, he fought Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match, which, I mean, more power to him. Uh, as Joe Rogan was saying, if it's a boxing match, there's there's no doubt who's going to win Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather is probably the best boxer in the history of boxing. And someone on his show goes, well, what if it was an MMA match? And he goes, are you kidding me? Conor McGregor's going to kill him. Yeah. You know? But it wasn't. So McGregor fought Floyd Mayweather on Floyd Mayweather's terms. And he did all
0: right. He made a shitload of money.
1: He made a shitload of money. So McGregor uh, loses to, I think it's Dustin Poirier, Poirier, whatever. Yeah. Um, has a rematch, beats him, I think. Or maybe it was the other way around. But then he fights him again recently. And I was coaching a baseball team, and I told him about this. I said, here's a question today. In this playoff game, you're going to be Dustin Poyer or Conor McGregor. The kids kind of look at me and I said, told him the history. I said, you know, I had these fights and all this and Conor McGregor runs his mouth and uh, he winds up getting, he loses. And he gets his leg broken. And what does he say with his leg broken? He goes, well, Dana White who runs UFC, knew my leg was uh, stress fractured in several places and he still let me fight and blah, blah, blah. I said, and now everybody's kind of looking at Conor McGregor going, you're kind of pathetic that way. Yep. You know?
0: Make some more excuses.
1: And you know what Dustin Poirier said before and after the fight? Pretty much nothing. Mm -hmm. He just went out there and beat him. I said, so are you going to go out there and win today? Or are you going to come back and say, well, the ump screwed me in this call or whatever? And uh, so I just, it was pretty pathetic the way he made the the excuses for it. Yeah. And I think what Simone Biles has done is kind of pathetic. I would have had a ton of respect for her if she had just said, I don't feel right i don't think i can do this i can't disclose all the reasons right now but and she could have come up with that later um but when people started calling her a hero on twitter and all that stuff if she'd have been like no 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 that's not the case yeah i feel like i let my team down that kind of stuff
0: yeah and then you get people like me that would give you sympathy instead you go, yeah, I, I get it
1: instead of getting an attitude and saying you can't say i quit you know and now she's breaking down the video of her practice and where you can tell that she's off and it's like Methinks thinks thou dost protest too much
0: yeah you, you screw you you had a bad um i don't know did they call them sets i don't know i have no idea uh, a bad set you, you screwed up one of your landings or something let's call it a fight
1: and make it interesting and, and
0: it's like it's like a um it's like a golfer getting a yips is that what that's called mm-hmm. um you screw up a couple times and all of a sudden you can't stop thinking about your screw up and you get worse well that. More than likely, what happened with her, and if she just said that, I basically whatever their version of the yips are, or that I just I I screwed up, and my my couldn't I couldn't wrap my head around it. I couldn't stop thinking about it, and I thought it was better to give my alternate. I guess you can't bring the alternate in for that for that.
1: I don't know. I they think couldn't. they I don't did
0: think, not for that they couldn't. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, but like you said, there there would be a reasonable way to come about it without try to do some self-aggrandizing. Ag- aggrandizing. There we go. I always, I always do that. Um, that's how I always read it. But anyways, uh, instead of doing that, if you come out and be humble, you get so much further with that. Maybe not nowadays. That's the thing. Maybe not. Like you said, she might be like the toast of the town for years to come because of this. Depending oh, she on, will be. She's how, strong and brave. Yeah. So, I mean, unless our, our society course corrects, which I don't see happening anytime soon, um, it would take a pretty big event for that because to Because
1: you're such an optimist.
0: Well, I mean, like an actual plague might do it you know what's gonna
1: happen what's we're gonna that? have to find aliens
0: or like just some like a meteor that's not like a world killer but one that you know does some significant you know gonna have to be aliens no, aliens would just fucking take over or eliminate us or or enslave us that's all that's the only thing you can expect from aliens we're gonna fight against them though we're gonna unite and fight against them listen the only thing you can expect from a race that would be able to come from a galaxy far far away and meet with us would be uh, annihilation or subjugation. That's it. Unless they're the to, Vulcans. I hate to burst your bubble. Unless anybody. they're the Vulcans. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not going to be anything like us. They're not going to be cute. They're not going to be. They're not. They're, you're not going to want to have sex with them. They're not going to look like big, big blue f- pussy cats or whatever. Like uh, Pandora. What's the uh, Avatar? Oh. The, you know. You know. There's cosplayers that dress up like them because they want to have sex with them. They're they're like you know semi furries. Um, and you said you stopped at... Russian spanking. <laughs> they're going to be freak shows. They're going to be like, they're going to either look like the Borg, like minus the human part, like there's going to like mechanical, or they're going to be like insectile, or they're going to be... No, like, they're
1: going to be robots. Are they gonna be Robot like, probes sent are they, here to... Or
0: they're going to be like a slimy sludge that just comes and just like, you know, um, or, or like a nanobots swarm that just, you know, um, eviscerates us. That's what's going to happen.
1: It's going to be, uh, it's be going to be uh, planet colonizing robots. You know, because organic life can't survive the vacuum right. of space like that, so they'll send right. robots here to kill us and then take our stuff. Okay, but we'll unite against it,
0: and society will die united. Yeah, and like the all of eight seconds it takes for them to destroy us.
1: and yeah, take more than that. But <laughs> um, no, I lost my total. I know. <laughs> I oh, um, it's like agents. it's like Serena Williams. When, um, as much as I don't care for her and some of her statements, when John McEnroe was asked if she was the greatest tennis player of all time, he was like, no. And they said, why not? And he's like, because she's not going to beat most men. You know, the the best tennis players and the best male tennis players in the world they will beat her no problem. And her response to that, her first half of the response was, look, I don't want to play a man. I've done that before. Men are, you know – play a different game and she admits it because she did get beat by a guy she and her sister both. Yeah, got like
0: that guy that was like ranked, ranked. number 200 yeah. or 300
1: and it wasn't even close but then she says and i would appreciate if john would stop talking about me now he got asked a question yeah he didn't continue on this yeah you know so but at least i got her her saying you know she wasn't saying oh i'm so fierce and you know i could i could beat a guy she was smart enough to realize she'd lost before and She's a great tennis player. She didn't feel the need to be compared to guys, which she said, and I appreciate. I wish she's, she... a,
0: she's a great female tennis player.
1: She's a great tennis player. Is she one of the greatest of all time? If you consider all of them, I mean, and that was the woman's. Can't. Yeah, that was the woman's question to.
0: But to John McEnroe, you, you have to differentiate. If they say if she's the greatest tennis player of all time, you're assuming they're just talking about women.
1: Well. He said he said she's the greatest female tennis player. And they said why not the greatest? And he was like, Come on. Yeah. You know, something that ninety-five percent of the world, I believe, is gonna go along with. You know?
0: Well, pretty soon the, the greatest female tennis players will be men. So <sighs> who identify as women. Yeah. I mean that's just that day. Sounds <laughs> gonna be You know, just be like, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like the
0: South Park skit.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Strong woman. All right. No, nope. <laughs> give, me, give me the book.
0: You don't get to do uh, this. Anymore. Well, that's a different one. That's not the. I don't care. Rather? We're gonna do uh, three thousand questions about me, because it's all about me today. There are two nature
1: channel shows on mermaids. Do you think they could exist? There, there are two. There are two nature channel shows on mermaids. Do you think they could exist?
0: The channels can yes. <laughs> Is that the question? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there you go. Definitely yes. Well, it think- wasn't. No, you know what mermaids were though? They were manatees. They, the the um sailors that got in shipwrecks or something, and or or not even shipwrecks, but they'd see during the fog, they'd see something pop its head out of the water, and it was like a fucking manatee, and they just. Think I it was saw a
1: one of these shows, and it broke down what a mermaid would probably look like if they did exist. Hideous. Yeah, pretty yeah. hideous. So. Uh, so a manatee.
0: Well, they're, they're kinda cute.
1: No, manatees are sort of slow moving big cows of the sea. This was yeah. more like a it was a cross between a human and a dolphin sort of. I think of thing. I think it was
0: a manatee with seaweed on its head so it looked like hair. Yeah, maybe. And that's what they, they thought they were seeing, a, a hefty mermaid. I just think Rubenesque. I, I think with as
1: big as the ocean is, sure. Something like that could it could exist. Do I think it does? No. How's that? Uh do you give money to homeless people you see on the
0: street? <laughs> Absolutely not. Why not? Because they're they're usually uh, pieces of shit that uh, don't don't need it and don't deserve it, or or you're contributing to the fact that they're out in the street. If you're giving them money, they need and they actually need help, like a drug drug addiction or some sort of mental um, you know a mental problem that they should be institutionalized for in order to to help them. So if you're just giving them money out there, you're just you know helping keep someone like that in a bad position. But if there are people that are out there just making the money so they can go party with it, fuck you.
1: I've seen people out um, who appear to be homeless with the signs and everything. Their clothes really aren't that ragged and all that. And I've heard in our area here, uh, in the suburbs of Minneapolis, that there are buses that come and bring them. Because they're at the same corners all the time. Yeah. They bring lawn chairs. Oh, yeah. Sticking, they're, yeah. yeah it's- and so people like that know. But then uh, one of my friends put a thing on Facebook about uh, seeing a guy down in Florida – um who they've seen around before he's a homeless guy he might be a little mentally challenged and it was like 100 degrees with a 105 heat index and he's all red-faced and everything and the guy goes in the store and gets an extra bottle of water to go okay to
0: him. yeah i'll give you that yeah i guess it, coming from uh, minneapolis where we get it's just rampant the uh the all the people uh, begging on corners and you can see like you said they have lawn chairs they have uh, behind the fences, they have all their like accoutrement, like their their coolers. And, all
1: that and if stuff. you could sit and watch them, they'd probably walk to their car. Yeah,
0: and so but there are I have noticed downtown Minneapolis because I go down there a couple times uh, a month, and uh, the cor- like almost every corner now is there's some bums sprawled out, like out cold, like. Well, either it's just some guy sleeping like on a, on a on a bench or a shelf or just some guy just sprawled out in a you know on the on the ground of a, a bus shelter or another guy on a corner of a busy street with bags and bags of things around like a nest around him like he's just this is his area now hmm. and it's like it's like out of control and I'm like you don't make this better by just giving a dollar here or there to these people you have to do what they did you know back in the day you have to have them forcibly put into some sort of either drug rehab or um, institution that'll help them with their mental problem.
1: Okay. I do have a lot of um, respect for the people who, especially on cold nights in Minneapolis, will drive down dark alleys to give those people blankets and sandwiches and stuff like that. You know, the people who are really on the street because of mental issues and stuff. If, if, If
0: they can't help it, I mean, you do, I mean, I don't, I don't, Come down on people for giving money or, or trying, not just giving money, but like giving food or, or blankets to mm. that. That makes sense. But when you just see somebody stop their car and roll down the window two inches and throw a dollar bill out at a person, fuck yeah, you, so stop doing that. It.
1: Uh, what's your least favorite personality trait that, uh, that you like about yourself? Wait, what is your least favorite personality trait you like about yourself?
0: I think these guys are getting lazy and they're... Uh, let's let's try to let's try to make that question make sense what's your least liked personality trait what is
1: your least favorite personality trait how's that about yourself Mm -hmm. that you have yeah
0: um for me it's the friends i choose procrastination oh i'd hate to be that guy (laughs) procrastination
1: yeah mine is too so procrastination
0: i think a lot of people are that way they'd like to follow through with other plans more. Most people are like that.
1: You know, I'll check on that and get back to you. <laughs> uh see, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a crow and then I'm gonna tell you anyway. Uh what have you considered interning for? It's a dumb question. We're not gonna answer it. Good. What's your favorite way to spend a Sunday? I also think that's a dumb question, but you can answer if if you like.
0: Favorite way to spend a Sunday? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there is a favorite way. It's a day. It's, it just depends on what's happening that day.
1: Yeah. If you could have a child with a famous person, who would it be and for what reason?
0: Elvis. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you, you know how to sing. You know, I wouldn't mind being barefoot and pregnant and, and cooking him, uh, you know, a peanut butter Fluffing banana s- sandwich. butter <laughs> banana sandwich. Fried, fried, fried banana sandwich. <laughs>
1: I'm just like, this question is basically, what famous person would you like to have sex with?
0: Um, and okay. then
1: coincidentally have a child with?
0: Oh, um, God. I, uh, why am I blanking? Um, she was... Uh, Charlize Theron, Gen- right? Gen- Jennifer Garner. <laughs> Jennifer, oh, okay. From Alias, from Peppermint, the movie just came out. That was a good movie, by the way. Uh, she was uh, Benifer. She was with uh, Ben Affleck for a while. Yep. So... I don't know. I've always had a thing for Jennifer Garner.
1: Okay, she seems nice. She does. All right, last one.
0: Do you think the guy should
1: always pay? What about on the first date?
0: Yes, and yes. Always. Um, always. Like if, if you're just dating, yes. Once you're once you're together and you're sharing the the in, like if you have shared income, no, then yeah, then if a your, guy asks your wife can pay.
1: A, if a guy asks a woman out, he should pay. Yeah. If a woman asks a guy out, she should pay. Or at least offer. Yeah. And not like crocodile arms offer. Like, go, wow, well, if you want me to pay, I can't. No, if, if
0: you're but dating long enough, I mean, there's going to be instances where, you know, she can pay and it's not going to be weird. But generally speaking, like early on in your relationship, you, no, you don't want it. If you're going to let her pay, then you're not being the man of the relationship at that point.
1: Really? Yes. So what's the woman supposed to do in that relationship?
0: Um... Be really good. Certainly candy. certainly not be allowed to make money. Look pretty. Words. Laugh at your jokes. Okay. And, uh, you know, that's about it. So as far as I'm going to take that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Be good company to you. Right? That's it. That's it.
1: That's all you want to go good, with.
0: Be good company. Yep. All
1: the conversations we've had, that's where you're going to stop. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about putting your mask back on?
0: Uh, I refuse. And anybody listening to this that is going to go along with, with that mask thing, you're just feeding into the government controlling your life. you got to stop. you got to make a stand. And I made a stand last time. Really? What would you do? I didn't wear the fucking mask. You got in a fight in Cub Foods with a no. 65-year-old man. I, but I, I refused to wear a mask except for work where you're going to get – Were they oh. pressing any charges on you punching that guy? I didn't punch a guy. Well, you pushed him over really hard. So – I, the only reason I wore a mask was because my job required it, because it had something to do with medical, the medical business. So you
1: just said you weren't going to comply.
0: That part, if you have to for bit for work, I can see it. But any other situation, social situation, where you're out and you're going to a bar, or you're going to um, grocery store, or you're going anywhere, don't wear that fucking mask. That's all there is to it. What if they say, "Get out! You can't be in here without a mask." Then you finish what you're doing, and then you leave you have your drink or you finish grocery shopping or whatever and you go yeah yeah i'll leave you finish what you finish what you came there for you don't go and hustle out of there you say yeah oh we're doing this okay well okay i'll be out of here in a minute or or an hour whatever however long it takes me to finish if you don't like it call somebody okay and have have them remove me if you don't like it but i'm leaving okay just don't don't put up with it anymore we we need more people to stand up and go fuck off with this shit. The mask is mask stuff is bullshit, especially with your kids. They're talking about kids two and up wearing fucking masks. Don't tell me that it's not a hygiene issue to have a kid with a soggy piece of material that he's been touching and fucking around with all day and goobering on. How how that's and and then breathing his CO two. How that's more healthy for that kid. Fuck you.
1: Yeah, and it's just I mean there are plenty of studies that show you that this is not contributing to good mental health with kids it isn't
0: at you know, all
1: they need to see other kids what's interesting to me is they're talking about masks at school again they're not talking about hand sanitizer or social distancing yeah, or any of that yeah. stuff this is just just put the mask on just straight up wash your hands
0: and yeah. don't touch your face two things wash your oh, hands you know
1: what i don't buy that don't touch your face it's actually stuff.
0: i think it makes sense because if you if you actually think about it and i i did during the initial part of the pandemic how much you like rub your your eyes or rub your your mouth um i think it does make sense if you're if you're touching surfaces that have germs and you're bring it to your mouth or eyes your chances of getting that are, are a lot higher and you don't notice you're doing it until you pay attention to it and i've stopped touching my face as much as i used to.
1: Well, wow, but think about this. So it's a couple things. they found kids who go to daycare, kids who grew up on farms, kids whose parents don't obsessively clean. Are
0: healthier, have general, better immune systems. Yes. Much
1: stronger immune yeah. systems by by a long shot.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying tell your kids not to touch your face because they will.
1: So why, why isn't just touching your face just exposing you to smaller amounts of this stuff all the time?
0: Well, I guess I was just thinking as an adult.
1: That's mm, how so you probably,
0: That's how you give you get yourself sick. I don't want to get the flu. I don't want to get a cold. And the probably the best way to get that, other than inhaling whatever particulates, which who knows, um, is is taking the virus on a surface and touching your eyes or nose or mouth. That, that's probably the best way you can transmit it to yourself. I would imagine okay. without washing your hands. So, so wash your hands.
1: So how about people with, um, with, uh, the higher rate of infection has happened in states with higher higher mask mandates and higher amounts of people shut inside. Yeah. So your immune system weakens, even at an adult age, when you're wearing a mask and you're socially isolated from people. Yeah, that makes sense. So again, I say the not touching your face thing is just bullshit. If, if it teaches you to be more aware of washing your hands, cool. Because washing your hands does help.
0: Yeah. You know, a ton. Well, that would make me, th- it does, I guess, make me think about how much i've washed my hands then too if i'm if i'm gonna rub my face and go oh did i just wash my hands i'll go wash my hands you know that'll probably help with that too so but yeah it's not uh but the thing is we're talking about something that even with the with the spread of the delta variant which is i mean i'm starting to think more and more of this is bullshit because it's always it's always another thing it's always another thing they were telling us it's a it's a two weeks you know um Two weeks till we get over the hump. Then it's then two it's, weeks to
1: slow the spread. Fifteen and, days to slow the spread. And
0: then it's then it's a couple months to get over the 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 hump. And then it's uh, uh, what is it? Vaccinations. And now it's double vaccinations. Now it's triple vaccination. <laughs> Who knows at this point. And, uh, and now it's now it's no, no, not anymore. Herd immunity was a thing at one point before the vaccinations. They're like, we can get to a point of herd immunity. That's no longer part of it. It's just, um, you know, all these variants. And if you if you don't get the vaccine, you are creating variants which will infect people. So it's all on you, non-vaxxers and and uh, and non-mask wearers. It's all on you. So if the vaccine
1: worked, you don't need a mask, right? I mean, if the vaccine works, you shouldn't need a mask.
0: Right. But they're telling you now you do.
1: If the if you have to wear a mask after the vaccine, did the vaccine work?
0: Well, they're saying that there's a, a very small percentage of people that get the vaccine that will still get it.
1: Yeah, because there's a very small percentage of no matter what you do, bad things happen. There's a very small percentage of people in the world who are going to be struck by lightning, eaten by a polar bear, you know, uh, shot by a sniper while picking up groceries I mean it, there's a very small percentage of everything
0: and the the uh, a closer, killed in
1: a tragic golfing accident
0: a closer mm-hmm. example or, uh, to this would be driving there's always a chance you're gonna get in an accident and either get injured or kill or get killed or injure or kill somebody else while you're driving even if you're paying attention it's just it, it can happen some mechanical fa- failure or some other person being not paying attention and you get caught up in an accident same thing it's there's a risk you're willing to take for that to to live your life and that's the same with this this the percentage you could you could actually get into a your percentage of getting it getting killed in a car accident or higher than getting killed by covid now
1: okay so let me ask you two questions first on the mask thing your favorite author is going to be in town tomorrow right and the place he's signing books is going to require masks i
0: don't think so i think that's an old they have on their website I think, of, I think a lot of a lot of these uh, businesses have signs in their windows still that say "wear mask" because they just never took them down. And you go and you go, "We still doing this?" And they go, "Oh no, I think that's what happened with that." Now if I go there and they go, "You got to wear a mask," I go, "Well, fuck you, I'm not gonna." But Larry Korea is gonna be right there. He, Larry wouldn't wear the mask either. You sure? I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure.
1: If if I go there tomorrow yeah. and you and Larry are wearing masks, I'm gonna call you
0: bitches. Okay. <laughs> I almost want to wear one because of that. Yeah. All right. Be
1: like, bitch. Second one. How do you feel, because I think we're going to disagree on this, businesses requiring you, businesses or colleges or whatever, requiring you to get vaccinated?
0: I think it shouldn't, uh, they shouldn't be allowed to do that. Really? Yeah. Why? Because that'd be like a business saying, you know, you have to, you have to, um, you have to use our use uh, in order to walk into our store. You have to use our product and prove that you're using it. So you have to smoke a cigarette, or, or you have to get a tattoo in order to use our business. And uh, you, you, they they can't force you to do that. Well, no, they're not forcing. Just don't use their business. What you're saying? Yeah, don't say. use it. Um, I mean, maybe in certain businesses. By the sure. way, they'd be out of business. Maybe in certain businesses, sure. But there's like like certain public accommodations, like grocery stores or laundromats or something like that no you can't force me
1: yeah see i think i think you have every right to do it this is a discussion i had with a friend of mine who couldn't wrap his head around us i think all of those businesses have a right to do it and I don't support them doing it and he's like well how can you contradict yourself like that i'm like nope this is just like free speech to me i think people should have the right to say things i really personally find disgusting
0: you know what i mean if those businesses, if you're in an area where, let's say, you don't have access for a for a long way, or let's say you don't have a vehicle, and you need to get groceries, and you go to that business, and they go, in order to come in here, you have to have a vaccine. But if you don't have the vaccine, you know, um, make your order or right down a list, and we'll bring it out to you. That's fine. Fine, do it. Yeah. If as long as they give you an alternative, that's not like above and beyond to 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 force you to be to comply with this shit, and it's um with anything. You know. If they say if in order to come into our store you have to be you have to wear a burqa to come into the store because it's Muslim owned and uh but we're we're progressive Muslims because we believe that men and women should be wearing burkas and in order to shop at our store. Yeah because there's
1: a lot of progressive Muslims. Sorry, to shop
0: the sorry you have to wear a burqa. You know, a full you know like a uh, a um lycra bodysuit and then a trash bag over it in order to consume to come in our store and buy our groceries what's a
1: japanese restaurant made you wear a sumo outfit
0: (laughs) might be fun uh
1: walk in they throw rice at you
0: (laughs) but uh if they if they go you know you have to uh to wear that to come on business i say fuck you i'm not wearing it and if they said well then you're not going to be able to buy products here i go well you know if it's the only grocery store within 20 miles and i don't have a vehicle you know Try to stop me, I guess, because I'm going to come in and, and I'll throw some tw- 20 down and I'll grab whatever. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, I just for me, it's like I support their right as a business to be able to say, you know, if you're going to be coming here, you have to prove you're vaccinated. I personally am not vaccinated. I don't know if I ever will be, um, but I don't I just wouldn't go to that business. You
0: know? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it kind of sh- it's the same with the mask thing. I kind of, I mean, I I wasn't going to wear a mask. So I avoided businesses where I knew they were going to give me a hassle or when they did give me a hassle and I left, I just went to another business. They have that, that opportunity. But if there if there was an instance where that was the only business I could get to, maybe I would feel differently. But in America, it's kind of hard to, to say there's nothing. There's no alternative because there always is, it seems like.
1: I'm guessing if it was the only business, like a grocery store, um, within ten miles or whatever, the likelihood is they're not going to be telling you you have to wear a mask. I'm just thinking demographically and where yeah. those places would be. Not likely to tell you that. But, but if I
0: had to get, if I had to go into a convenience store, which I did multiple times when the mask mandate was happening, the ones in the city would give you grief. The ones as soon as you get 30 minutes out of the city, they didn't give a shit. And those are the ones I'd go to. I think when it comes, if it comes
1: back to mask mandates again. Which I don't think it will, but if it does, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the. You gotta make me. You gotta make me say it. You gotta say it to me. So if it says mask required to enter, I'm gonna go in without one on and make them go, ah, uh, sir, you have to put a mask on or you have to leave. Okay. But I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna wear them anymore.
0: I won't even make a big stink until some customer fucking does some shit like like the business. I get. They're covering their ass. But if some fucking busybody gets in my shit, I'm gonna lose it this time. Really? Yeah.
1: And what are you gonna do?
0: Um, write a harshly worded letter to the store, and then um, videotape the guy and put him on put him on a, a Twitter or okay. or TikTok or something. No, I, I'll probably get I'll probably get aggressive. First of all, I've got a big boy voice I can use that will probably scare him. And then if and then if they keep keep at it, it's gonna get physical. So, so a
1: sixty-five-year-old guy chases you down, and I am gonna,
0: I am gonna, I s- am gonna, I am gonna slap him. I am gonna do one of those big, uh, the big bear slaps. Really? Yep.
1: You are not gonna spin around, slap him on the ass. Not on the ass. Like the Russian might girls? be a, it
0: might even be a pimp slap. Might be a backhand.
1: <laughs> like no, just get it way out here like this, like the magic eight ball one, the guy with the eight ball jacket. Yeah, yeah. can I do that one.
0: Yeah, I think here is the problem is I don't obviously I don't. And I'm not trying to talk like a tough guy here, but there's there's a limit to what you should put up with. And at this point, we can't be putting up with the government dictating this shit to us because it's never going to end. We're just we're just we're teaching them how to treat us by allowing this. And then um, if we allow these these busybodies and and these men and women to come up and you know, uh, try to shame us, well, there's things we should be shaming people for that are bad for society that that is legitimate that nobody is doing. We've stopped we've stopped the good shaming. The good shaming's done. Now they're shaming people for bullshit and we have to t- disallow that too. We have to stand up to that too. So
1: I think I am going to say if somebody gets up in my face about not wearing a mask or all that stuff, I'm just going to say stop being fat.
0: I was going to say uh, put down the fucking cheeseburger.
1: No, I mean fat is the leading comorbidity. Yeah. So stop being fat. You know? When you stop being fat, you can tell me about how scared you are, because that's going to kill you more likely with COVID than anything else. Yep. All right. Let me have you solve a current socioeconomic problem. Okay. All right. So we've had this eviction ban on people, right? Because they lost their jobs and couldn't pay and all that. That's going to expire here within the next couple weeks. And people can be evicted for having not paid their rent. But some people honestly couldn't pay their rent because they didn't have jobs. Certainly there's going to be people who.
0: There are a lot of people game in the system that were getting paid by the government and could have paid rent but didn't. There's a
1: lot of people who aren't going to be evicted. They're just going to bail. They're going to leave on, you know, a year's worth of rent they didn't pay. How would you solve this problem?
0: Oh, how would I solve it? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think there's like solving it. I think there's just dealing with it.
1: Okay, so what would you do?
0: I would I would allow the evictions to go through. I would probably um What you mean like people that get evicted, what to do with them?
1: No, so I mean you're going to have some people who just didn't pay. Yeah. They couldn't get evicted so they knew they weren't going to pay. Right. And you boot them. Well, hang on. So those people didn't pay. You. Okay, now you've got some people who honestly couldn't pay you, yeah, right, and they don't have anywhere else to turn in that regard, um, and cool. maybe they didn't get enough government money or whatever. So we're going to have all ends of the spectrum, people who are legitimately in trouble to people who game the system, and I don't know where the percentages lie on this, but
0: how would you... If there's people that legitimately can't pay rent, there are programs, especially in these blue states and cities... That will pay for them or help them. All they have to do is, is, is apply or talk to a social worker and they'll get they'll get the money they need. So if they can't even do that, then fuck them. Out on the street they go.
1: Even with little kids?
0: Yeah, fuck those kids. Those kids are going to grow up to be monsters anyway.
1: <laughs> My point is, I don't think there's a way to solve this.
0: Yeah, you deal with it.
1: Yeah, I, you gotta.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's an easy fix. You gotta leave it to the
1: individual landlord to say.
0: But that's the thing. Let them. Let them. It's their property. Let them decide. And if if um, if there are charities or, or social you know programs out there, then they'll find a way to, to to get that money to those people or to get the help to those people. You know what's going to solve this? Reparations.
1: Capitalism. Mm. Capitalism is going to work it all out, but you can't. Nancy Pelosi now is talking about extending this, you know, this moratorium on evictions. Look, the banking system can only handle that for so long. Yeah. You know, and we can't just keep increasing taxes to pay for people who won't, you know, won't pay rent. Especially if you give them that money, did they pay rent?
0: This will probably bring rise to a bunch of shanty town kind of things happening, you know, like the homeless encampments. But it'll be a little bit, little bit less uh, mental illness drug, but it'll be more like... There'll be more families at these like Shan and it'll be it'll be shitty.
1: Look, I know it's not this simple, but there are shitloads of jobs out there, and yeah. the price for work has gone up. So if you're sitting there saying I can't pay my rent, I, I understand there's situations with single parents and kids and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and
0: people get trapped under debt for no good, you know, like a medical bill comes up, they just it just fucked them up, and they can't get out from under it. I get it. Yeah, um, but there's programs, and you have to try to, as a society, and, or and there's also charity, you know. Find God, join a church. What happened to you? <laughs> I mean, that's one element of it that we never talk about, though.
1: Not stuff I ever thought I'd hear come out of you. <laughs> um, I I just think look, there's no way when you do any of this stuff that you can make everybody happy or everybody yeah. safe or all that. We shouldn't have been in this position in the first place. You know, the Fed shouldn't have just given these people money.
0: Yeah, they're making it worse. Yeah, Handouts make things worse. If
1: you want to do that, instead of giving them the money, pay their landlords.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would have been excellent. Because now you could say,
1: look, we got to have a, r- a, great idea. a rent moratorium. Thanks. I have a lot of them. Um, uh, was it your idea? It was. Okay. was my idea. I thought of it just now. Um, honestly. <laughs> But I mean, a lot of these people have money and they know they're not going to have to pay it, you know, so they're just going to they're just going to bank this money and they're going to pack up and leave in the middle of the night and there's nothing their landlord
0: can do about it. Yeah. What what did stop them saying, OK, if these people can't pay their rent, then this money will go straight to the landlords and it'll why did they why was politicians
1: wanted to give it to the people.
0: Because it makes them – because people yeah. like it better that they're getting – but I think wouldn't the people have understood that this rent is being paid for them? No, I mean, because like Tommy
1: Lee Jones says, a person is smart. People are dumb okay. panicky, you know, dangerous animals, you know. It. Hmm. And I certainly think giving it to corrupt landlords could have been a problem too. You know, I think it would have been the lesser of two evils. Yeah,
0: you know, in a working society, there would be checks and balances. There would be there'd – be, um, the housing authority that would be checking in on this, but you know, none of this shit works now. It's all broken down.
1: Or if say people saved money instead of buying, you know, the newest, greatest you iPhone.
0: Brainwashing and- works. I mean, this 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 conditioning to make people consumers over the over how many years now it works. I mean, you might have. I mean, it even works on me. I'm I'm a great consumer. I mean, I get. I know I'm being suckered by good advertising and I do it anyway because no matter how much I tell you, for one, I appreciate the work that went into it to, to sucker me with the good advertising.
1: that's not, that's none of it.
0: But but you say that afterwards, you Simone Biles that afterwards. I like, I like, I've always said this. I like when a salesman comes up to me and like really puts the effort in. And I, sometimes I know it's bullshit, but at least he's putting the work in, you know, it shows, it shows a little respect.
1: Yeah, but you didn't buy it because Along you Along with the
0: disrespect.
1: Him. You didn't buy it because you respect so, That was your
0: justification later. But there's some products I buy because they have a good label or they have a good marketing, and I know it's marketing, and I know that's what got me because they have a really cool label or they have a good, like you open up the little, like on a bottle of, uh, I've told this story before, but there's St. Germain liqueur. Mm-hmm. They have a fucking awesome-looking bottle, so it's a really nice little art decor bottle which draws your attention, and then they have this little paper little folder thing around the neck of the bottle you open it up and it talks about how little old men would go to the mountaintop on their bicycles and grab the flowers and then they, and it was like a little story and You're like god damn you just sold me you didn't buy it
1: because you appreciated good marketing you didn't say oh you got me i'm gonna buy it you're
0: just like i really nope. want this in the moment while i was reading it i knew i was being marketed to but i liked it i thought ah, this is a good job yeah you bought it because you liked it and then later you went that was stupid wrong i shouldn't have done that well i mean no Actually, yes, because you've even said that to me. <laughs> no, but in the case of St. Germain, I, you know, I, I found something I really appreciated. I thought it was a good liqueur, but I didn't need it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Okay. laughs> you knew you got suckered. But yeah, so, but even if you understand that, it, that it, is, it is manipulation that works, and you can't fault a person 100% for falling for that. Because these people are good at their job of manipulating or getting you to be conditioned to be a consumer.
1: Look, if I am, if I am a diehard capitalist, like I say I am, I'm not going to say I detest consumerism. You know, you make a product and people buy it. It's not your fault, you know, unless you lie to them about it. That's different. Um, but I don't care if people are buying stuff. What I hate is that people are allowed to take this money that they got from somewhere else, the government, who got it from someone else, taxpayers, to give these people money that they didn't spend on the thing they were supposed to spend it on. Yeah, which is their rent.
0: But I also think, like, advertising is manipulation to a degree, and uh, and it's propaganda, and it's it can be they can use techniques that like are have been used nefariously by governments. And they've they've figured out how to use that, and do they have every right to do that as a business to be really good at advertising. Yeah, they do. But you have to admit it's a little shitty sometimes.
1: Or maybe PT Barnum was right, and there's a sucker born every minute. <laughs> you know,
0: you and your defense of capitalism.
1: That's true. Well, but, I
0: defend capitalism too, but not to that degree.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, look, I don't think defending PT or reiterating what PT Barnum said is defending capitalism. You know. But I think capitalism fixes a lot of these problems.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think there's a better system. Yeah. But I think you can point out there are some flaws. Because oh, you have absolutely. to have a moral society to make something like that work. And the less we get away from being a moral society, the less any system's going to work. Well, so let's
1: just say, on the other hand, you give these people the money and you say, well, these landlords are assholes and uh, they weren't going to use the money right anyway, so it's okay if they lose their properties. You can have that opinion, but now who's going to own it? Yeah. The bank? Yeah, they're going to sell it to somebody else because the bank doesn't want to own it. Nope. So someone else is going to own it, and they bought it at a discount. So maybe they're even worse.
0: Yeah.
1: Now what are they going to do? You know.
0: Yeah. No, I I definitely don't have all the answers. I I do like I do do wish they would have given the money to the landlords instead of the people. But
1: yeah, I mean you can't just have these properties that nobody's paying for for the longest time. I mean, at some point you have to make people uncomfortable and say. You got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps a little, and I know people hate that saying, but it's true. You you got to do some of that.
0: And there is a place for charity.
1: And there politicians don't like to admit that, you know.
0: Well, and so yeah, instead of the government figuring out how to spend our money for us, we, we can it can make help try to make us more pr- prosperous by getting out of the way mostly, and making um and and facilitating capitalism, and making you know people. Prosper that way by basically getting out of the way, but um, then making it easier to do charity would be the way to to, to do it right, because more people that are prosperous are will give charity.
1: Well, look, the government is screwing this up right now with these extra benefits for people who uh, you know aren't working. Yeah. You know, no. no, it's not paying them more than they'd get paid to be working, but it's enough. It's enough to be close enough. If you have a choice, I've said this before, of making $15 an hour and working 40 hours a week or making $12 an hour and, you know, playing Xbox and jacking off all day long, that's what they're going to do.
0: Yeah, because some jobs are tough. Yeah. And you don't get paid a lot for them. Right. So who wants to do that?
1: Right. But the idea is. Who wants is, to
0: dig uh, d- uh, ditches or.
1: Where were you going with
0: that at first? <laughs> dick trannies. I don't know. <laughs> um, or who wants to work in a uh, work in a? I didn't uh,
1: know there was a job.
0: <laughs> work in a? I uh, didn't
1: want it, but I'm just glad the to dick a tranny. <laughs> uh, yeah. oh. what the ad for that job, would be
0: like? that'll be our t-shirt. <laughs> Go dick a tranny. <laughs> what does that mean?
1: <laughs> this is no longer the podcast I thought it was.
0: Uh, I mean, there's people that work at uh, work in um, dry cleaners with. With, uh, you know, presses, like pressing shirts and the air conditioner doesn't keep up in that kind of a business. And they're sweating like crazy in these 90 degree days. And, you know, they're working their ass off for probably not that great a pay, I would imagine. I mean, it's. Um, but in those cases, a lot of those people probably own those businesses. Uh, yeah, but they probably have some employees like yeah. doing that. And those people are willing to work to make that money. Um, I don't know if they're are, they, are those people working, getting um, benefits to on top of that. Maybe, which is fine if they choose to work and they're still getting the benefits. I I have no problem with that. Um, But if that's such a a job that is like just a, you know, you're sweating buckets and you're miserable and you're tired at the end of the shift, like you said, if you just stay home and masturbate and watch and play Xbox and get paid a few dollars less an hour, maybe it's worth it.
1: Yeah. But what's funny here is the government's blowing its own $15 an hour minimum wage thing because... Because they're pouring all this money in to get people to not work, the cost of labor is going higher and higher and higher and people will pay that money. I mean, I saw one. So it started with like, uh, you know, people are saying, oh, there's a sign on bonus or you can make an extra thousand bucks if you stay three months kind of thing. And then, you know, you had businesses like Applebee's saying, uh, hey, look, if you come in and just come to an interview, we'll give you free appetizers, you know, vouchers, free appetizers, and stuff like that. Yeah. I heard one the other day. I can't remember which company it was. It was a fairly big company. It was like a Lowe's or a Home Depot or something like that. A large company that can afford it. it was giving people bonuses just to fill out an application.
0: Wow. Are you kidding me? Well, uh, what's his name? Papa John. The guy from Papa John's was on TimCast. Tim, yeah. Tim Pool's show. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it, but I heard him talk, uh, Tim Pool talking about it. He said that in their after show they were talking. And he, um, he said he knows other people that own pizza joints. And he goes... They had to pay $35 an hour for people just to make pizzas.
1: I know. It's insane.
0: Yeah. Just to show up to make the pizza.
1: And this is because the government is taking people's tax money and pouring it back in, trying to make it harder to drive up the cost of labor.
0: Mm-hmm. And the other It's going to break.
1: The other thing they're doing that's really insidious right now is they're sending out these $250 checks per kid to people under a certain income level. And they think, oh, this is government money. No, this is just the tax deduction you get for your kids that they're sending you early. So there are some people who are going to find out come tax time. That That they owe that. That normally they got, you know, two or 3,000 bucks back, and now they're getting nothing because the government already gave it to you. Yep. And they're going to go, wait, what? What do you mean I I am not getting the money I was supposed to get?
0: Yeah, that's why you should have to pay your taxes instead of have it automatically deducted. Yeah. So you know where your money's going, how it's.
1: Yeah, but then no one would pay them them, and our government would collapse.
0: (laughs) maybe that's a good thing
1: yeah i was gonna say would that be
0: a bad thing on that note so, if there's anything we haven't covered because we were all over the board like i thought we would be uh and you want us to and we're doing this for free yeah if you want us to discuss something uh you can email us it's rooster at bread and or crow at bread and and uh
1: if if it's fairly immediate it's probably easiest to message us through uh Joe Biden, that for it's easiest to message us through Facebook. There you go. At Bread and Circuses Podcast. See you bye.